Welcome to True Kinship with Animals, where we believe we all do better when all creatures do better. I'm Janet Roper, and each week I share stories and suggestions with you on how to deepen your relationship with animals, moving you from ownership to true kinship, one animal at a time. This podcast is brand new, and your help getting it off the ground is much appreciated. If you enjoy this podcast and find my work helpful, if you have been inspired or informed or have discovered your world has opened to new possibilities because of this podcast, consider supporting my work by making a financial contribution or shopping my wish list. The link you will find on my website at janetroper.com, and it is also on the show page for your convenience. Your support and help with this podcast to make it grow makes my work sustainable. I can't do it without you. Many thanks. Today we're focusing on domesticated animals, our animal family. How do you show up for your animal family? Yeah, I bet you're saying right now, Janet, that's a no-brainer. I know how I show up for my animal family. True, I bet you do. And yet there are so many different ways to show up for them. There's a laundry list we've been given of how we should show up for animals as their caretaker, rescuer, chef, chauffeur, best friend, guardian, trainer, exercise coach, social secretary, playmate, neighbor, and each one of those titles have a myriad of responsibilities to go with it. So it's very fair and true to say we are deeply involved with them and we love them greatly. So for instance, you want to express your deep felt love for your animal pal. You go to them and either you get to their level or you pick them up. And you then give them the biggest, warmest, huggiest embrace that you are capable of giving. And it doesn't go as planned. Your dog growls, your cat may hiss, or your horse may pin their ears at you. What the heck is up with that? Why would they react like that when you're simply showing your affection? Some possible reasons. They could be in pain, not feeling well. You woke them up. You interrupted what they were doing. They didn't like to be touched, or they don't like the biggest, warmest, huggiest embrace as much as you do. Given present-day cultural conditioning, a common way to view their response to unwanted attention can be interpreted as they're angry at us, or they're getting back at us for something, or we didn't do things right, so on and so forth. We may be viewing their reactions from an anthropomorphic lens, that of attributing human qualities to animals, particularly domesticated animals. Anthropomorphism is certainly a commonly used lens. And to me, it brings up the question, are their actions spontaneous, authentic ones, or ones that we have placed upon them? When their response is looked at from the perspective of true kinship, what they are doing is acting from their own agency, as each being has a right to do. So for a minute, let's look at this from a human perspective. Have you ever gone to a family gathering and there's that one relative who always gives you the unwanted bear hug, pinches your cheeks, or pats you on the head? You've asked them not to do that, but they continue to do so each year because they just love doing it and because it's their desire to do so. You should love it too. Hmm, do you see any parallels there? Just because you want to embrace them doesn't mean that they want to accept it or even need to accept it. Now, I am not saying not to show affection for your animal pal, not by any stretch of the imagination, but what I am saying is that it's a two-way street and they get a say in this. 
When the animals respond to your enthusiastic embraces with less than the enthusiastic response you expected, it usually doesn't necessarily mean that you're in the doghouse. They are simply expressing their own agency, which is their right to do as sentient beings. So what to do when that happens? Accept it and don't take it personally. Stop immediately with a hugging, let them go and step back. Thank them for letting you know that they weren't ready for it, they didn't appreciate it. And then start observing when they come to you for affection. Recognizing, accepting, and honoring their agency is a ginormous step in moving towards true kinship. Accepting agency is not a one-and-done thing, it's a way of life. Try it and see how it works for you. Do you notice a difference in your relationship? How do you feel when you do this? Is your animal pal acting differently, and if so, how? I know it's easier when we can share our experiences with others. If you care to share, I'm open to hearing your response. Leave a comment on the show page or contact me through my website at JanetRoker.com and let me know how things are going for you. Now it's time for a short break, and when we return, I'll be sharing one of my own experiences. A heartfelt thank you to those who have contributed to the growth of this podcast. Your support, whether financially, liking, sharing, or leaving a comment, translates into appreciation of the work I do and how it shows up in the world. This helps me accept the fullness of my dream of true kinship with animals and acknowledges you as a kindred spirit with that dream. I'm asking you to continue helping me as I carry on sharing this dream with the world at large. If you have ever found my work helpful, if this podcast has inspired or informed you or expanded possibilities in your world, now is the time to help the true kinship with animals dream continue to unfold into reality. Making a financial contribution, shopping my wish list, sharing, liking, or leaving a comment on the show page are deeply appreciated ways to show your continued support. For your convenience, the link to making a financial contribution supporting this podcast is found on the show page, or you can go to my website at JanetRoper.com. Thank you for your continued support, kindred spirits. So here we are, one of my real-life experiences of ever so many in learning about an animal's agency. I did not grow up with animals. It was a basic rule of thumb in my household that animals were well, animals, and they didn't belong in a house with people. So my first animal companion came to me when I was 40, a black cat named Pookie. By the way, if you would like to see a picture of Pookie, and she is just gorgeous, let me tell you, go to my website, janetroper.com blog, and on the latest blog post, you will see Pookie's gorgeous picture as she's sleeping on an African violent. I had no idea what to expect from a cat. As a matter of fact, the first time I watched her need, I called the vet because I was sure something was wrong with her. I was convinced the more I hugged her and loved upon her, the faster she would accept me. And folks, that wasn't so. As a matter of fact, it had the opposite effect. Pookie would hiss and swat at me, then run off to hide where I couldn't find her. At times, she would turn her back on me in utter disgust. And I bet anyone who has ever lived with a cat is familiar with that behavior. I was devastated, but for my own safety, literally, I had to stop trying to hold her, love up on her, and basically ignore everything about her except her basic needs. I was a mess, convinced I had done something wrong, that I had hurt her feelings as I perceived her actions were telling me. 
It was when I finally stopped bothering her all the time that things began to change. This was a hard lesson to learn for me, for sure. When we remove our human expectations and impositions, animals can follow their own agency and inborn sense of readiness and timing in the way that is comfortable for them. When we force an issue, such as giving them the biggest, warmest, huggiest embraces, like I tried to do with Pookie, we can very well be blocking and prohibiting them from caring for themselves in a way that they sense is for their own best good. This can lead to them accepting our actions solely to appease us. And I know you listeners do not want to override your animal pal's sense of self-care. It's extremely reasonable for us with family members, animal family members, to be aware of outdated behaviors imposed by a colonized society. That determines what our relationship with our animal family looks like and how we should interact with them. Living in a colonized system as we do demands that we're the boss, we have dominion over animals, and it expects us to abide by that principle. It doesn't have the desire or the room to include an animal's agency. Being in true kinship with animals is revolutionary. It's a radical position that recognizes and accepts the animal's agency for what it is. As we recognize and respect their agency, we are less likely to force human dictates on our animal family. In other words, we're no longer willing to pull the air quotes, because I'm human, that's why, card. But how do we begin to make this change? Here are some places to start. One, remembering animals are the owners of their own lives. Two, recognizing animals have their own individual unique experiences that stand on their own without the need of human validation. And three, beginning the move from an ownership mindset to one of true kinship. An opening to do this is to no longer use the words like pet, or owner. That in itself can make a really big change. Next time you're with your animal family, pay attention to your connection. Learn to recognize and appreciate those shared moments when each of you is secure in your own agency where verification from the other being is not needed. If you care to tell me more about your seamless experience, your connection with your animal family, simply leave a comment. I'd love to hear about it. Many thanks for joining me today. If you liked what you have heard, you can support this podcast by making a financial contribution, leaving a comment, giving the show a like, a follow, and or a share. Your support of this podcast with a financial contribution or by shopping my wish list makes my work sustainable and encourages me to keep on going. You can find links to make a financial contribution on the show's page or go to my website, janetroper.com. And at the top, you will see support my work. Thank you for listening and keep moving toward true kinship with animals. Just for today, remember, we all do better when all creatures do better. Until next week, take good care.